Delta Green, the role-playing game is a horror-themed tabletop RPG that uses dice and collective storytelling to help shape the narrative of the game. The handler presents story elements and situations to the agents who have free agency to make choices that govern their characters' lives. In the context of this game, Delta Green is a covert agency embedded in the upper echelons of government to stop supernatural threats and to prevent those threats from ever being revealed to the world. We at Doom Vision are playing Impossible Landscapes, a campaign of scenarios set in the world of Delta Green. Impossible Landscapes was written by Dennis Detweiler and published by Arc Dream Publishing. For more information, please visit delta-green.com or arcdream.com. All information will be listed in this episode's description. Previously on Doom Vision. Thomas Manuel reaches for one of Vanessa's guns, but with the help of Claudia, she is able to prevent him from getting it. A fight ensues between Thomas, Vanessa, and Claudia as Marcus bitterly watches from the couch. Vanessa is able to disarm Thomas of his knife, but not before taking a slice to her arm. Thomas is able to make his way to the door and makes a break for it down the hall. Vanessa pulls out one of her guns in an attempt to wound and stop him from getting away, but unfortunately, her aim is off and she shoots him in the back of the head, killing him instantly. Vanessa calls handler Marcus to inform him of the situation and he sends the cleaners over to take away the body and scrub all evidence of the murder away. After Thomas is shot, Marcus leaves his apartment and makes his way back to Abigail's. While sitting in the living room, he hears the sound of footsteps entering the apartment and is able to catch a glimpse of a figure moving quickly into the bathroom. Upon investigation of the bathroom, Marcus finds no one. Claudia is sent to get Marcus after the cleaners are gone and her and Marcus share a touching moment inside the apartment. Meanwhile, Ness continues listening to all the cassettes in Thomas's apartment and finds them all to be blank. She then reads the papers she found along with the cassettes and the medallion, and the papers turn out to be a play that Thomas had been writing. She decides to make her way to 10B and finds it empty, move-in ready. While in the apartment, Ness hears the sound of footsteps coming down the hall and ducks into the bathroom, weapon drawn and pointed at the door. Moments later, a woman opens the door to the bathroom and questions why Ness is in the apartment and then tries to hand her something. Ness has the woman drop the item into the sink and the woman leaves, smiling and laughing. Find out what happens next on this episode. Before the storm. And I know. It's been coming for some time. When it's over, so they say, 
It'll rain a sunny day. I know. Shining down like water. Troy, I want to know. Have you ever seen the rain? You know. <laughs> I've seen Before the rain. Before you answer that, Jesper and Jess Jetski, I want to know. Have you ever seen the rain? What's that? Welcome back to Doom Vision. My name is Kevin Peterson. I'll be your handler this evening. <laughs> uh, I think after that episode, we needed a little brevity. We need a little bit of lightheartedness. I think we we hit a couple of breaking points, just sanity breaking points at the table here, just with all the uh, animosity toward one another for mistakes made or. Uh, choices that were could have gone a better direction. Why Divor- are you all three looking at me? Because we know divorce is coming at some point with you two <laughs> in this game. Kind of hard been to divorce a... when we weren't married and we hate each other. No. Not not divorce in real life. I love you more than anything in the world. Mwah. Mwah. Love you. Love you. There's usually a big D between them. Okay, moving right <laughs> along here. So, right now, So, what we know is that Claudia and Marcus, they're in Abigail Wright's apartment right now. Vanessa, you're in apartment 10B, an empty apartment. Strange woman, giddy with excitement that you were pointing a gun at her, placed something into the sink. still shaken up over shooting a guy to death I would assume even though mechanically you're adapted to violence but it never gets any easier does it no I don't think it does but with her history of violence I think she's able to kind of tuck those things away for a later time to process and just move forward with the mission so right now she's kind of ignoring what happened and is very mission focused like I just want this done I'll I'll think about it I'll process it at a later time I just want to get to the bottom of this and be done and I think you said that Claudia is in a state of shock yeah once once the murder happened she whatever she was told to do she did it so so the cleaning and you know, concealing stuff. She did it, but she finally just wandered back to the original apartment and just was a bit defeated. And Marcus just wanted to get down to business. He wanted to go back to the apartment and do what exactly? You were in the bathroom. You you followed uh, some some something. You you thought you saw somebody go into the bathroom. You followed him in there, and then they, then you were like, nobody's in there. What's going on in Marcus's head? I, I, I think Marcus, at this point, um, after kind of his, his moment with Claudia, is uh, starting to feel a little less reckless ab- about the choices that he's making. Um, you know, you know, when he's spending time with Ness, she she's a little more uh, aggressive, for for a lack of a better term, and. Uh, and Claudia doesn't appear to be able to handle this type of 
stuff well, the same way. Does does is he able to handle? It? Is, is is Marcus able to handle it? Because I I don't picture him ever seeing somebody getting their head blown off. No, I I, I think it's like that old like chauvinistic male thing though, right? Like your lady's there, you have to be tough. Uh, oh yeah. I, I think once once he has a moment to himself, uh, might have some cracks. Yeah, he might that... cry. He might cry a little bit, like like break down, shake a little bit, like tremor. You know, just be like. I totally get that. I don't think any one of us in this room is... I don't want to assume. I don't think anyone, anybody in this room has seen a dead body before, have you? That's false. Well, okay, well, no, I meant, like, murdered. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna see one. <laughs> yep, and it's gonna be you. <laughs> why why do you wait till I take a drink? Joke. Wait, did you say keep it up, like, as in, like, keep up what I'm doing? And you're gonna murder me? Is that what you said? No, because I don't. I need plausible deniability. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Anyway, moving right along here. You're doing awesome. It's not you. I'm just kidding. Oh, or am I? I have no idea what's going on in his head. Okay. Are you sure you're running this game? Or are we running a game on you? <laughs> All right. So we're in Abigail Wright's apartment. You guys are sitting there looking. Uh, it's been how many ever hours? Maybe an hour or two since the the killing happened and you're sitting there and you hear like a buzz like the front door outside though like a speaker box kind of thing what do you do us two in, mm-hmm. in Abigail Wright's apartment. Mm-hmm. You both hear it, yeah. Claudia, do you want me to go check that out? I suppose it could be those those police officers, the NYPD, coming to see what happened. Okay. Why don't you go sit in the bathroom and uh, I'll check this out. I just want to make sure that it's not somebody that is here to hurt you or me. Okay. And she's gonna crawl to the bathroom. Alright, what do you say when you get to the speaker box? So, I'll, I'll push the, the return button. Hello? Yeah, it's me. Marcus. Alright, come on up. Alright, you wait a couple minutes and then you hear like a knock at the door. Claudia, you can come out. It's fine. And she's going to peek her head out. I want the chain to be on the door. I want to verify it's him. Sure. All right. Yeah. Um, so you open up the door and you see him sitting there and he's just like, can I come in? Do you have anybody with you? No, just me. All right. Pull the... the chain lock off the door and I'll let him in okay alright he comes in and he's still wearing that like long coat um still looks the same as the day maybe change clothes of course but he comes in and he's kind of looks around and he's like he's like I thought I'd check on you guys myself I think I'd like to know what happened tonight 
Where's the other agent? We uh, we found a clue that led her to another apartment, 10B. Um, long, long story short, man's dead. I tried to summon a demon. You, you what? So we found that symbol on the wall. Uh, I knew a little bit about it from my past. And so uh, it says on this website that I did some research that if we summoned it, we could control it. So I tried to summon it. Why? To control it. If it's contr- if all this bad stuff is happening because the demon, if I can control it, we can mitigate the situation. Okay. Well, now we got a dead body and a missing person. Those aren't related to the us trying to summon the demon or me trying to summon the demon. We found a microphone that led from this apartment to another one. That's where the dead body came from. Well, if I know anything, there's no coincidences with it when it comes to this kind of stuff. But was he acting weird? He started freaking out. Did you say he started freaking out? He was kind of twitchy. Uh, we found some tapes in his apartment that it was just like blank audio. And uh, we didn't want to leave him because we didn't know what was going on with him. So we l- tried to listen to the tapes on his equipment. Um, I had him in like I, I was hugging him like a homie. And uh, he said he was going to be sick. Ness grabbed him, put him in the bathroom, and as he grabbed her, he tried to reach for her gun. And uh, then he started attacking. And uh, Ness did what she had to do. She might actually be hurt. He cut her. I guess what I'm worried about now is... I looked into Mr. Manuel... His parents have been looking for him, trying to get in touch with him for going on two months now. They can't get a hold of him. And, uh, so if they start coming around, sniffing around, you guys need to deal with that. What do you mean, deal with that? I don't mean deal with that. I mean, mitigate the situation. You don't know what happened to him. He disappeared. You Maybe you never spoke to him. They might come sniffing around the apartment. They might be in his apartment. You, you know, just be prepared for that, just in case. I don't mean kill him. Yeah, because I, I, I don't think I can, uh, I can't do any more of the, the killing stuff. That, that got me to thinking. I pulled records for this building. They haven't talked to him in two months. Nobody's heard from anybody in this apartment building. Like, no, no phone no, calls, they no mail? They haven't paid rent. They haven't paid you their utilities. They haven't gone to their local shops. I went and did some digging of my own. Their utilities were... They've been shut off. Then how did we play the tape? I don't know. According to the power company, they... Shouldn't be power in their apartments. Well, I I can tell you that we've seen water and power in all of these apartments that we've been in this far. There's something here. Um, there's something else here. 
so I want to reach into my pocket and grab out that the piece of paper with the symbol written on it. And if you could answer for me really quick, out of character, um, you picked up that symbol the, yesterday, correct? It wasn't today. It was yesterday. Okay. Yes. Just to refresh yesterday. my memory. You reach for that symbol. Mm-hmm. And I want to pull it out of my pocket and hand it to you. Uh, Marcus. It's gone. It's not in your pocket anymore. Um, well, Marcus, I had the symbol. It was in gold ink. It was on the wall. Ness pulled it off. Uh, I've been carrying it around, but... I, you took a picture of it, didn't you? I did take a picture of it. I wonder if that'll be gone, too. You'd have to go get it developed. <laughs> I don't think they had digital cameras in that. <laughs> I, there's a couple other pictures that I want to... So, Marcus, there has been some weird stuff going on. You told us to call you if there was weird stuff. There has been some weird stuff. I lied to you when we were in the in the square. Do you remember when I asked you if you had seen the clown dancing? Yeah, I remember. So there was a clown dancing around... Uh, we've been in this apartment. There was a loud bang. Ness saw a, a, a big dude with like a lion's mane and a snake wrapped around him. Uh, and then there was that call when you were summoning, trying to summon that demon. The phone was going off, so I went to go to go answer it. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I just felt like I needed to and there's heavy heavy breathing on the other end maybe some faint whispers which phone what, what phone are you talking about the one that's hanging on the wall over here and he walks over to it and he looks at it and he picks up the receiver it's it's uh it's glued so that the receiver is like facing him um and he pulls it off and he's just like there's no cord it's not hooked up to anything. It was ringing. I could hear breathing on the other end of it. Wait, you had a phone call where you heard breathing? Yeah. So when I was in my hotel room, I got a phone call that was just somebody on the other end breathing. And they said, have you seen it? Seen it? Yeah. Something, the yellow sign. As soon as you say, have you seen it? Have you seen the yellow sign? Something falls off of the wall. For all our listeners out there, I just dropped a piece of paper on. You guys can't see that, though. It flittered and fluttered. It's the same symbol that you saw. As soon as you pick it up, I need you to make a sanity. Is it just him that sees it fall, or is it all of us? You all see a piece of paper fall. He's... Okay. All right, go ahead. I mean, I'm assuming you're the one who picked it up, but... I, I gave it to you, sorry. You Well, you picked it up from the table, so yeah, you're the first. Sucker. <laughs> I failed. All right. You take three points of sanity damage... from helplessness. 
make sure that you check that on your character sheet. And you get this overwhelming sense, especially when you saw it on the mirror. You're like, this is the same. It's quite rudimentary, but this... I don't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> Troy's reaching across to... to... It's in your hand. Uh, well, Marcus, here, here you go. <laughs> I mean, if he offered it to your character, I don't think you would... I think, I think, All right, fine. I, I mean, I, you would be like, huh, what's that? What, what is, what is this? I need you to make a sanity. <laughs> Just hand it back to me. Yeah, I'll you, hold it. you, you, the player doesn't want to hold it, but your character would be like, oh, he's handing me a piece of paper. I should look at it. This is very, it follows. <laughs> I passed. You passed. You're okay. I... I don't understand. This isn't the same thing that we saw on the wall. Oh, and Marcus, one more thing. While we're talking about symbols, there was a symbol drawn in the steam on on glass in the window, and it looked just like that symbol. And nobody did the... you, You didn't see who drew it on the wall, on the mirror, I mean? Uh, I I saw it being drawn. There was just nobody drawing it. Shit. I... I also saw something in the mirror. Okay, what did you see? I saw my throat being cut. That's wild. By, uh... By who exactly? Or was it just... I I couldn't really make it out. It was just... I I just saw my throat being cut. Was it like a ghost? Like a shape? Or was it just... Invisible? With the fog in the the mirror, and it was just... It it was too hard to see, but I definitely know that it was me. And I, I definitely had my throat cut. Okay. Let's do a little temperature check. How are you guys holding up with all this? Because if I need to, I'll pull you off. We'll get we'll get different agents on this. I I want to get to the bottom of it. I, I could definitely use a cigarette. Do you have a cigarette? Make a luck. I failed. I don't smoke. I mean, I. Maybe you I'll want some work. heroin? I do that. <laughs> <laughs> I want some black tar. Uh, I'll be all right. Uh, Claudia, I, I, I think... I'm more concerned about her. She was pretty shaken up. That's why we're back down here. I came back down here to be with her. All right, I got one more question. Anybody see... Anybody see Mr. Manuel when it happened? Did you... I, I didn't see it happen. I saw the okay. aftermath. Okay. All right. Anybody, if you get any inkling that any there were any witnesses, you let me know right away. Okay? Oh, you mean like outside people? I, th- we'll I have think to it was deal just with a- it. Anybody else in the apartment? Anybody? I don't... There's no cameras in this building, I don't believe, so... All right. Well, why don't you guys finish your jobs, but I want you guys maybe interview the other people in the apartment. 
Maybe check out... Why don't you guys check out this building? See what's going on with this building. See if there's something weird. If there's anything that... comes up in its past that maybe will help, I don't know. But maybe check it out. Do you know where we could get that information? Check, uh... Why don't you check criminal records? Check... Check the, uh... New York City Hall. Okay. The public records there. Yeah, you might find something there. Um, yeah, just look into it. Looking anything weird happening in its history might come up. Maybe then maybe that'll lead you guys down the right path. So, so in your checking, you you said that there's been no information that came from here. Are there any other tenants in this building that we're aware of? Uh, yeah. There's um. In addition to Mr. Manuel and Abigail, um, you got Roger Caroon. He's on this floor. And then the next floor up, you got Michelle Van Fitz. And you got uh, Louis Post. They're both up there. Um, I think. I have to double check. But, uh, yeah. Why don't you guys interview them, make sure, see if they're on the up and up, make sure they're acting normal. I think they're gonna, when I looked into it, I think they're all about to be evicted anyway, so. Okay. But I don't, you know, artists go missing, people go missing in this city, but a whole building doesn't go missing overnight. So that's how we're gonna play this off. You guys understand? Yeah. And wherever... Your other agent is... You fell her in, okay? Okay. Uh, Claudia, are you good? Do you need anything from Marcus? No, I'm... I'm, I'm okay. I'll, I'll be fine. Okay. Meanwhile, in apartment 10B... So... You have your gun out. You're pointing it... You were in the bathroom, I believe? Yep. You're pointing it... And... I pictured her dropping it in like a kitchen sink. Maybe you were following her out or something like that. I thought it was the kitchen sink. Um, or the it could be the bathroom sink, but the bathroom's really small. We were in the yeah, we were in the bathroom and I had my gun pointed at her and right. I told okay. her to drop it yep. in the sink. Okay. So the item paper, whatever it was, she dropped it in the sink and then left the apartment. Gotcha. Yep, that that's one hundred percent what happened. Okay. So you hear her walk away, close the door, meet me on fourth floor what do you do I'm gonna take a step towards the door and lock it and then I'm gonna holster my weapon and I want to look at whatever it is that she dropped in the sink okay you look in the sink and you see a very small red book on the front is a symbol and I need you to make a sanity as soon as you see that symbol. I pass. You're alright. <laughs> but you see that you see a book and there's a symbol on the front. What do you do? Do I recognize the symbol? Is it one of the two that I've already seen? Yeah, and so you saw the one in the um, mirror. In the mirror. It was faint, but I could make it out. Same. Okay. Same exact symbol. Same one that fell off the wall. And, yeah, you see this book. I'm going to pick it up. Okay. So you pick it up. 
open to the first page. First words that you see are the king in yellow. It's a really small, it's a really short book. You feel like you could probably read it in about an hour if you wanted to. If I just skim through the pages, can I get a synopsis? Like, I don't want to sit and take the time to just sit down and read it. I may pocket it and read it I need you to make a sanity as you skim the book. Okay. That's a critical fail. No, it's not. Isn't it? What'd you get? Double zeros and a one. Not a one? That is a critical success. That is the lowest you can get. Oh, I thought the double zero was a hundred, but that's just zero across the board, right? Yep. Okay. My bad. So, critical success. Okay. Sorry. I was reading that as 100. You open up one of the pages. You kind of read the words and it says, Song of my soul, my voice is dead. Die thou unsung as tears unshed shall dry and die in lost Carcosa. What do you do? So I think at this point she would be really creeped out about the lady like she was smiling and all giddy and I had a gun in her face not your typical reaction. I have this weird book in my hand the king in yellow. Yellow to my character doesn't mean anything because I don't know about the phone call that Marcus got but the king to me is like I know that person was a lord of hell so I think at this point she'd be kind of wondering if that woman was demonic possessed some a part of some kind of cult and I don't know that she necessarily wants to dive right into that especially by herself and I yeah. I think at this point she'd be creeped up, creeped out enough to be like, okay, I need to go find the others. Tell them what I saw, what happened, to try and kind of ground myself to see if we should go talk to her, if I should go talk to her. So I think I'm going to leave 10B and go back to Abigail's apartment to find the other two because I think at this point she's just kind of shaken and rattled and doesn't want to pursue this on her own. Okay. So you're going to make your way back to Abigail's apartment and when you get there you see um, you know, do you just walk in? Okay. You see uh your handler. He's walking toward the door as you're opening it, as he's about to leave. And he says, oh, hey, um, you're here. Yeah, I, uh, I just spoke to them. I think I'm gonna get out of here, though. You, they'll fill you in on what I spoke about. Um, hey, uh, tough break. He kind of pats you on the shoulder. 
and uh, he moves his way around around you, unless you say something else. Yeah, before you go, I know that you told us if we thought that we were followed or had anything weird happen to let you know. So, we found this receipt for an apartment 10B. And I just went and checked it out, and I was followed into the apartment. Okay. There was a woman there. She wanted me to go meet her on the fourth floor, and she dumped this book in the sink for me to take. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it means. I know that I've seen this symbol before. Can you take a quick look before you go to see if you recognize it? Can tell me anything about it? The fourth floor, there's, there's, there's not, there's not a fourth floor. This is the, there's the first, the second ground in the basement. There's no fourth floor. What did she mean the fourth floor? Do you know? No, she just said, come meet me on the fourth floor. Hmm. If she, I wonder what she was meaning that. I also have a question. Does the name Michael Whitwer mean anything to you? Michael Whitwer. He pulls out a like he's been taking notes this whole time. Pulls out a notebook. He he's like, Dude, I can look into Michael Whitwer if you want. Cause we found this, and she's gonna pull out the the airline ticket, and she's gonna say. This is 20 years from now. Yeah. Okay. Here. I'll take this. I'll bring it back so you can catalog it. Um, but I'll take this with me and I'll do some research. I'll be in touch. If there's anything that you guys... If there's anything that you guys need me to... there's anything that you guys need you let me know um I want this to be over and done with quickly um that cigarette I told you I don't smoke you just check your pockets real quick <laughs> oh my god a cigarette <laughs> do you guys smoke you guys smokers your characters no no way oh look I had one <laughs> yeah did you check your pockets for cigarettes you, you didn't make a luck for that you could make a luck for that if you want what about Jones the book for a cigarette. can you tell me anything about the book glad to see you takes the book from your hands we looks at the front cover. Does he make a sanity roll? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing right now. Can he go insane too? Anybody can. There's there's a cool thing in this where if you on your home section, like so when you're not doing Delta Green missions, you can um, you know, regain some of your sanity or whatever. You can go see a therapist. And if you tell her um, about your Delta Green stuff, she has to make sanities sanity checks about that to, and then she can like it can make her or him whoever your therapist it can make th- your therapist like 
uh, lose sanity. And so, like, I think I've I've heard about people like doing that with their agents or whatever, and then their 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 therapist becomes an agent later because they it's a fucking cool mechanic. <laughs> they like have a psychotic break because they're like, "Are you shitting me? Sp- flying spaghetti monsters?" Um, <laughs> that's one of my favorite things of all time. Uh, is is that um, okay? He's gonna make a sanity. Let's see if he can. This is gonna be loud when I do it. He passes. All right. He's seen some shit. And he says, "What's this?" This is the book that that woman gave me when she told me to come meet her. Okay. Um. He kind of opens it up. Another sanity. And he starts reading it. He flips to the page, flips again, and he's just staring at this book, just looking at it. Quiet, it's very silent. Your page turn. And then he turns another page. And then he turns another page. And you realize that he's just reading the book. Turns another page. Marcus. Turns another page. Marcus. Keeps reading. Keeps reading. I'm going to reach out and grab the book out of his hands. Uh, hey. Hey. Uh, hey. What's up? Sorry. I said your name twice. Um. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> looks flustered. What What did you read? Um. Can I have that back? No. I'm going to close it and like kind of like tuck it in my pant my pants your jinko shorts <laughs> my jinko jeans <laughs> and uh he goes he closes his eyes really tight and he's like hey, are, are you okay fuck i don't know i i couldn't put it down for a second there sorry i just kind of pulled me in there for a second do you remember what you read um yeah, it's a, it's a play. Uh, it's a, it's a play. I was reading it, and um, he like kind of smacks himself on the face a little bit for a second. Um, yeah, it's uh, there's like a a a, a, a palace, a, a ball. Um, there's uh, there's a king. The king in yellow. That's what the name of the play is. I think so. It, there's like a place. It's called Carcosa. I think I, I was reading it. I, I, th- I, I can finish it. I can finish it out. I can read it if you want. If you give it back to me, I can finish it out. Is there another agent? Or is there another handler? Like, I, I think you need a break, brother. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Listen, um... 
All right, so, you, well, you guys have your orders. You guys, you know, you know what to do. Um, let me know if you guys need anything. I'm going to look into this Michael Whitwer. Um, he kind of shakes his head again, and uh, he's like, I'm going to look into this Michael Whitwer, um, and, you know, you guys just give me a call if you need anything, okay? Okay. Yeah. You good? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know. Um, I don't know what that was. I think you should probably go home and listen to some Gangster's Paradise. Yeah, I got it in my, my Walkman. It's right here. <laughs> he pulls it up. And uh, he he's like, okay, uh, yeah, let me know if you need a thing. He walks out. Girls, that was weird. Marcus, yeah. can I have that book, please? I'm not going to read it, but it was given to me, and I'm just going to hang on to it for safekeeping. I don't want that to happen to anyone else reaches out, hands her back the book. Girls, it's it's been a long day. We're all tired. Um, I think we could all use a drink. I know this bar just down the road from the hotel. Why don't why don't we head down there and uh and go grab a drink? Yeah, I uh I think I'm I'm done with this for today. And I could definitely Use that drink tonight. Okay, so I'll, I'll lead them out of the apartment and, and back towards the hotel and down the streets and uh, walk into Max Bar. Hey, welcome to Max Bar. Hey, Max, do you remember me from uh, the other night? No. Uh, I asked from your for your phone, and you gave me the advice that I should... Uh, Leave. Leave town. He looks at you again. He's like, Oh, yeah. What's your name again? Your name's... Marcus. Terry. Oh, Marcus. Marcus. Gotcha. All right. What can I get you, Terry? All right, Pat. uh, And your two lady friends. I'll take a whiskey. Uh, Claudia, you really liked daiquiris. Do you want something a little straighter this time? And, like, she contemplates being, like, no, but at this point she's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds wonderful. So, a daiquiri and Ness, you you look like a type of girl that shoots whiskey straight. Yep. So, two whiskeys and a daiquiri. Pat. All right, coming right up. So, I need to let you guys know what I found in 10B. I'm... From the sound of your voice, it doesn't sound like anything good. Well, the funny thing is, is it's empty. It's move-in ready. It's clean. It's spotless. Nothing is in there. No one is living in there. I uh, went in, swept it, realized that someone... Like with a broom? No... With my gun, because I wasn't sure. Oh, okay. Are are you following me now? Well, you said swept. I'm sorry. No, you're you're fine, Marcus. Anyways. Veronica's just like, finally. (laughs) Finally, it's not me. (laughs) Uh, Someone followed me into the apartment, so I shut myself in the bathroom, and I drew my weapon, not knowing who was... Coming in, 
And this woman opens the bathroom door and she's smiling at me. She sees my she sees my gun, doesn't phase her. She's smiling at me. She's almost laughing at this point. Like you were pointing your gun at her and she was laughing? Yeah. Like I've never in my life pointed a gun at someone and had them smile and be happy about it. Did she give a name? She she didn't. Um She told me that she wanted to talk to me to come up to the fourth floor, which apparently the McAllister building doesn't even have a fourth floor, so I don't know. I mean, technically there is four floors. There's the basement, the ground, one and two, but we were in two. We were on the top level, but she said, come meet me on the fourth floor, and she tried to hand me that book, and I told her to dump it in the sink and to back off. So she put it in the sink and, you know said, come meet me on the fourth floor, still smiling the whole time, smiling like she was happy. And she closed the door and left. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. So, I got something to tell you guys, too. Um, And Claudia heard me talk a little bit about this to Marcus, but uh, the other night in my hotel room uh well first of all i i almost left you guys i went to the airport i think i told you that that's where i got all the information on the demonology uh but but that night when i came back i uh i went to bed and got a phone call and on the phone call it was just a a voice heavy breathing and asked me if i had seen it if i had seen the the yellow symbol. So today, when we were in the apartment talking to Agent Marcus, or Handler Marcus, or whoever the fuck he is, uh, a piece of paper fell from the wall. I didn't see where it fell from, but it it was a yellow symbol. Well, the first one we found was also yellow. Well, it was gold, I suppose. So, the person who called you asked you about a yellow, specifically yellow. Yeah. And uh, so I went, the next morning I went to the lobby and talked to, I I guess not the yellow symbol, uh, yellow sign. They asked me about a yellow sign. So the next morning I went to the front desk and met this wonderful woman, Candace, and asked who called my room because she, she said she could trace and in, she had no incoming calls from the hotel, period. Here's your drinks. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Mac. Yep. Mm-hmm. See ya. I'm gonna take my drink, and I'm gonna swallow the whole thing in one go. Yeah, me too. You're gonna swallow an entire daiquiri in one go? 
Only if I want massive brain freeze. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> is like, ah, fuck. No, but I, I do foresee shots of tequila in her future. So, this book, Marcus said it was a play. And I did read the first page, and it's... Somebody needs to read that book. No. I, I don't think it's safe. It's King of the Yellow... The King in Yellow? The King in Yellow, that's right. So the King in Yellow, and someone asked you about a yellow sign. A am I making a connection, or is there a connection? And we have all these golden symbols that keep appearing. Nothing in my research about the demons was color specified. I mean, I can go back to to the business center and look. Yeah, and with your with your occult skill, like your occult is like fifty. Um, you don't know anything about this play, The King in Yellow. You don't know anything about the yellow sign. You uh, you're just kind of. You know, because you've you've been to that website, you've been to you've done your own research, maybe into into the occult and demonology and things like that. And this this is not part of that that you know of. Yeah. So in in my research, I I don't know anything. I mean, I was at the airport for hours. I've I've researched this before, back when I lived in L.A. I I don't. I don't remember ever seeing anything about a, a yellow sign. A, what did you say the play's name was? A King in Yellow? Yeah. I've never seen anything about it. I've seen some of these symbols. But there's never been any correlation between the symbols and, and a yellow sign. Well, And I'm still hung up on this apparent fourth floor that doesn't exist maybe some like sometime in the past maybe there was a fourth floor maybe it was removed at this point all these people could I don't even know I don't want to say ghosts but at this point anything is possible in this building she was very very real I can't say that I've ever seen a ghost but she was very real i don't know how she would have dumped that book in the sink had she not been real i just i i know what i saw she was she was there it and i can't explain the fourth floor thing either i i have no idea i that's what she said i think i want to look into the history of this of the building kips this building in kips bay Marcus wants to reach his hand out and touch uh, Ness on the shoulder and kind of just pat her shoulder. She's going to kind of go tense, but she's not going to, like, try and nudge him off or swat him off. She's just going to kind of tense up a little bit and then just let it, let it happen. So I think we've all been keeping some secrets from each other, and I don't know if we can work that way so can we agree from here on out that we're completely truthful with each other and we don't hide any of, of the facts of the case and my eyes are going to be staring at the bar and they're not going to deviate 
Mac. Yeah. I need another. Make Coming that, right up. Make that two. Two. Make it three. Trace, I'm on it. Thanks, Pat. You see him? He's flipping the bottles. Pours you a shot. Throws him down the bar. Thanks, Mac. Do you guys want limes? Salt? Oh, we're doing tequila this round? Sure. I mean... We're doing tequila, yeah. Oh, okay, here. A little lime and salt would be great. Sorry, that's pepper. Here's salt. There's salt. There you go. <laughs> Here's some limes. I cut them this morning. So, Marcus, I can agree with that. There's too much going I'll on. I'll do one with you. Oh, okay, Mac. You do you, boo. I've had a rough day. You guys want to hear about it? <laughs> Not particularly. Sorry. No, Pat. We don't want to hear about your day. All right. And he walks away. <laughs> he thought he was part of your club. <laughs> We're not a motorcycle club. So, Marcus. On that same train of thought about being open and honest with all the details. There is something that you informed me of that I don't think Miss Claudia over here is aware of. I, I told her about this symbol and, and I told her that I got my throat slashed in the mirror. But I, I definitely think that we need to to all be on the same page moving forward. And let, let's go ahead and take these shots. He, did, he didn't pick top shelf for that. No. Nah. Yeah, so guys, from here on out, we're going to be... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, Pat, love, I love Mac. He's my favorite. Pat, come on back down here. Oh, okay. I'm coming. Here. Hi. How are you? Mac. Marcus. Mac. I don't mind. Matt? Mac. M-A-C. Mac. Like macaroni and cheese. Oh, sorry. Mac. Thought it was Pat. Uh, nope. Thought we were friends. Well, you you called me Terry. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. What's Sorry my name? about that. Mark. Us. Marky Mark. <laughs> uh, Mac. Get, get us a, a top shelf. Um... Get us, get us a shot of Patron, a lime, and then uh, I'll take care of the bill, and I'll take, you know, like a $100 bill out of the 1045 I have left, 1945 that I have left, and I'll just give you a $100 bill. Hey, uh, here, bring it, bring it up here by the register. Okay. All right, and you uh, walk up there, and he goes... Oh, was that the girl that you were trying to get away from? Uh, I wasn't trying to get away from her, but one of them there is, yeah. Her name's Claudia. Oh, okay. And you didn't leave. I, th I thought you were going to leave. Man, let me tell you about my night. Went to the airport, did some soul searching. He starts curling his hair as you're talking. 
did some soul searching and, and decided that this is a big city and I can't leave a girl that might that I really care about alone in the in this big city. Oh no way. Yeah. Wow. That's really admirable. Thank you. You look and you see a pen on the bar. Before you give him that $100 bill, you feel like you should write that symbol on it and then give it to him. The yellow sign. Okay. You feel like... Is there a purpose behind my feeling? Like, is it going to benefit his life or... You feel like, you feel like, you feel like, uh, you feel like sharing it would bring you some level of comfort. Okay. Hey, Mac. Yeah. So I, I've had a crazy day and, uh, I've, I saw this thing today and, and I've seen a lot of things. Uh, I'm, I'm from... California, I told you that, Los Angeles. I've seen a lot of graffiti, but I've never seen a sign just like this. Do you think that if I drew a sign, if you could tell me that, like, if you'd ever seen it around here? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, I see graffiti all the time. This isn't quite graffiti, but it's definitely like like a logo or a symbol. But here, just let me, let me scratch it out on some pa- paper. That last shot of tequila got to me, sorry. Uh, and I'm going to etch it down on a, a napkin and then I'm going to hand it to him. Okay. Um, you ever seen anything like that around here? No, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. Um, hmm. That's something, isn't it? Um, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Now that you have it, can you kind of hold on to it, keep an eye out, and and I'm going to be here for a while. I'm going to be in New York. I'm going to be coming back here pretty regularly. If you see anything that resembles that symbol, even a little bit, will you get a hold of me? Here's my room number. Here's the hotel I'm staying at. I'm going to write that on another napkin. If you see this symbol or feel like anything even resembling this or anybody mentions it to you, uh, bartenders seem to be the the pulse of the neighborhood. If you could call me and let me know. Yeah, you feel you feel like he should, like, put it behind the bar, put it up on the wall. Yeah. So people can see it. Right, yeah, that's... Uh, that's kind of what I meant. Like, maybe right by your till, right there, so it's fresh in your mind. Yeah, like, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, no, I think it looks kind of badass. Here, I'll put it right up right now. He gets a piece of tape. He's like, Whoosh. yeah. Oh, yeah. And that way, if anybody sees it, or and they're like, hey, that's the symbol for whatever, call me right away. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you then, I'm going to hand you the napkin with uh, with my number. In my room number, the hotel in the room number. Do so, I yeah, see this would make this? a fucking sick tat, you know? It would make a sick tat, wouldn't it? Yeah. Right in my ass. Oh, and uh, here, oh. here's that hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. J- just go ahead and keep the change. 
All right, yeah, we'll do. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, you, you've been a good friend. You've given me good advice, Mac. Yeah. Anytime, my brother. I walk down to the other side of the bar with the. He the looks rings. like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. All right. Did I see any of this exchange? Every time that they talk, that they've been talking about the yellow sign, you're having a hard time picturing it. As, like, you have to look at it and be like, oh, right, that's what it looks like. You pull out the book, look at it for a second. But you don't really see this exchange. Um, you know, they're just kind of talking. But you're, you're, you're like... As you guys were talking, you're like, yeah, weird. I, I, what does that look like again? Hang on, I gotta refresh my memory. You look at it again, you're like, oh, right, that's what it looks like. Okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk back down and uh, sit on my stool with the girls and uh, just waiting on our tequila shots. Oh, right, yeah, okay. <laughs> he brings them, or, or he gave them to you. Uh, oh, okay. You- as you were up there. Yeah. All right. Here we go, ladies. Uh, what should we drink to? Our sanity. <laughs> Survival. To, to a better tomorrow? To hell with it. The king in yellow. To the king in yellow? To the king in fucking yellow. So <coughs> oh, the king in yellow is kicking my ass. So I'm going to take my shot. And this is kind of out of character for Vanessa, but I think she is intelligent enough to know that neither of these two are used to seeing violence, are used to being a part of something so traumatic. So... She is going to apologize to both of those, to both of them, for having to go through what they had to go through today and explain that she wasn't trying to kill him. She was trying to wound him to stop him from running. And because her arm was injured, her she was in a rush, her shot was off. That wasn't her intention, so she is going to sincerely apologize to them for putting them in that situation. You know, can I call you Ness? I've never asked you. I just called you a bunch of other names. Are you okay with Ness? It's what my friends call me. Well, I, I don't think you probably consider me a friend, but I know you weren't trying to kill that man. I... It happened. Um, it's it's not your fault. It's like you rolled some dice wrong. Yeah, unfortunately, these things do happen. Wasn't my intention. I know that neither one of you are used to that sort of thing. It doesn't get easier. It's not the first time. I'm sure it's not the last time that I've done that, but... I do apologize because I know that that is the first the first time specifically if you've never seen something like that happen it can be very traumatic so I apologize. Thank you for keeping us safe. 
Yeah, thank you. And I'm going to reach out and, like, I'm going to get a little more bold. Like, not in the sense that I'm going to try and grab you, but, like, kind of, like, try and pull you in for, like, a half side hug. I'll accept the half hug. And, th- and then I'm going to reach over and uh, and bring Claudia in and just kind of have, like, a minute where we all have, like, a group hug. I'll allow it. And then as you guys are hugging, you, you hear Mac, and he's talking to, like, this old guy. And this old guy's kind of stumbling on his feet, and... Max is like, hey, you got a ride? You you got a ride home there, buddy? You you got a cab, right? You called a cab? And he's like, no problem. I got no problem at all. I'll, I'll see you later, Mac. And he, uh, this this older guy just kind of stumbles out. And um, as he walks by, you're like, he reeks like booze. Um, like maybe, and, and, and he looks disheveled too. Like he has a, uh, like very un, un, unkempt. He looks like he, he basically lives in this bar. Um, but he makes his way and he walks outside as you guys are kind of hugging each other. Well, should we, uh, head back to the hotel and be done for the night? Might as well. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Ness, I want to talk to Claudia really quick. Can, can we have a minute? Yeah, I'll meet you guys outside. Right. Um, Claudia. Yeah, what's what's going on? Yeah, I I know I, I I've been putting a lot of pressure on you uh, since we got here, and it it seems like you're not quite uh, at the level of commitment that I am. Uh, so I just want to let you know that I'm I'm gonna kind of back off. Uh, I I I do really care about you, and I do really still like you, um, but I feel like you need that at this moment. But I do need to ask one favor from you. Within reason, what is it? I want that piece of paper. And she's going to lie. Because everything that that paper has come in contact with lately has been bad. So she's going to say, Oh, um, yeah, I left that at the apartment. So I don't, I don't even have that. Okay. Uh, when you come in contact with that stuff, can you just give it to me like nothing good seems to have come from from that piece of paper the symbols uh even the book that ness has like i don't want her to have that book i i want you guys to stay safe so if if i i would keep all of that and to keep you guys safe i don't want you to have to be uh near that type of stuff so anytime you come in contact with it can you can you just give it to me so I know that you'll be safe at night. Yeah, and I'll 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 talk with her and say, you know, we're not we're not reading that book. We we saw what happened to Agent Marcus, so I'll make sure that it doesn't even come out tonight. Okay. I appreciate that. Just know that I care about you and I want you to stay safe. Um she feels so guilty. <laughs> she's looking down and she's just kind of errantly nodding. Hey, 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 it's okay. And and Marcus is going to go in and, and give her a hug. She'll she'll give him a, a couple quick pats on the back in return. Yeah, not, nothing creepy, just like, yeah, very, very like... Yeah. 
Reassured. I, I, yeah, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Um, okay. Well, we probably should get outside and, uh, and check on Ness and, and head back to the hotel. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Okay. You, uh, you get up, you're going to walk out, you paid your tab, say, say your goodbyes to Mac, and you walk outside, and you're walking down the street back toward the direction of your hotel. Here, some music playing, and you hear, I want to know, have you ever seen the rain? And then you hear, turn around, you hear this car barreling towards you. It swerves right onto the sidewalk and plows right into Marcus. You go tumbling end over end and you hit the pavement with a sickening spot. to black find out what happens next time on doom vision hey there doomers if you like what we put out every week and want more behind the scenes content follow us on our socials at doom vision podcast on instagram doom vision pod on twitter at doom vision podcast on tiktok and give us a search on facebook under doom vision podcast make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts be it apple or spotify and leave us a review. Thank you. We appreciate you, and we hope you're enjoying the Doom Vision podcast. <laughs>